listening to PetLifeRadio.com. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander's up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Welcome to Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Why let sleeping dogs lie when you can take the bull by the horns and let the fur fly? So get your claws out and get ready to rattle some cages on Pet Peeves with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai. Hey there, and welcome to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Amy Shojai. And the next few shows are going to come to you from Las Vegas and the Westernary Veterinary Conference. That brings me to my rant of the week. The Western Veterinary Conference has provided comprehensive continuing education to veterinary professionals for more than 80 years. Their annual conference in February features more than 800 hours of continuing education with world-renowned instructors networking with 6,000 veterinarians and 2,000 vet techs and more than 430 exhibitors who showcase the latest products and services. Now, I've attended this event several times in the past. In fact, several of my books have been researched at this conference, my Peticate, as well as Complete Care for Your Aging Cat and Complete Care for Your Aging Dog. This year, I was at Western Veterinary Conference on assignment for Catnip Magazine. That's published by Tufts University. And I will also share a lot of this great information with my readers at the catsabout.com site. So, what's with my peeve this time? <laughs> well, I am frustrated beyond belief because there's never enough to see everything. But next year, I'm packing rollerblades so I can get to one lecture to the next on time. This year, in addition to the seminars, I was honored to attend a special luncheon sponsored by Morris Animal Foundation and P&G Pet Care, honoring Betty White. Yes, the Betty White. So stay tuned till the end of the show for my interview with both Dr. Patricia Olson of Morris and Betty White, her own self. So call all your cats, dogs, horses, gerbils, mountain gorillas, and more. And I'll be back with Betty White, plus some other special featured guests after these messages from our sponsor. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Be sure to tune in when Pet Life Radio goes live from Global Pet Expo the world's largest annual pet products trade show. March 25th through the 27th, you can catch all the new products coming out for our pets before they even hit store shelves. From the latest in all-natural and eco-friendly products to the most elegant in pet pampering and high-tech innovations from companies all over the globe. It's at Global Pet Expo. Nearly 800 companies will be displaying new and exciting products to make time with our pets even better. Tune in March 25th through the 27th for everything Global Pet Expo. It's time for school for you and your friends. 
your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. Welcome back to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I was delighted this year to learn that speakers at the Western Veterinary Conference were asked to focus more on cat topics. Because folks, despite having surpassed the dog in popularity, pet cats still are not seen by the veterinarian as often. Now, if you're a routine listener of Pet Peeves, you know I've spoken with Catalyst Council Executive Director Dr. Jane Brunt about this issue in the past. In fact, there was a show called Cost of Love that featured Dr. Jane Brunt. Now, I've also spoken with pet expert and Catalyst board member Steve Dale about these very same topics. I happened to catch up with both of them in the hallway, actually, We were all on our way to meet with Betty White, and here's what they had to say. I'm speaking with Dr. Jane Brunt here at the Western Veterinary Conference. We are just overwhelmed here with all kinds of wonderful veterinary conference events, and I happened to run into Dr. Jane, and I just wanted to see, what are you doing here? What's the big deal with this conference, and why is Dr. Jane here? Amy, thank you. It's uh, great to speak with you, and I'm here because veterinarians need to know how important cat health is, and they have a wonderful, uh, wonderful lineup of some cat health topics. I'm looking forward to attending those on common diseases and behavior especially. Understanding cat behavior is something that every veterinarian can can benefit from, Um, but most importantly, I'm representing the Catalyst Council, and the Catalyst Council is a coalition formed in response to what we know is declining health care for cats. Declining health care? Why would people not 
want to take care of their cats? Well, that's a really good question, and some of the speculation is around the barriers of getting your cat to the veterinarian. I mean, if you think about it, if your cat's not used to going into a carrier, and all of a sudden it's time to go to the veterinarian, or gee, she's got a sore on her paw, I have to get her into the carrier. And if you haven't conditioned your cat, made it comfortable and a fun place to go, that can be frightening. So that's one of the barriers about getting your cat to the veterinarian. And we want to educate veterinarians and healthcare professionals about how to, to teach cats early on and um, make that easy for them and make the veterinary visit a fun thing. Well, I know when, when I have to personally go to the doctor, it's not a great experience usually. I just came off of some major dental stuff, which was not a lot of fun. And as we know, cats don't open wide and say, ah, uh, at least not when we want them to. So what are some ways that people can help their cats at home? You mentioned getting them comfortable in the carrier. Are there anything else that they might want to try to do? Oh, absolutely. And it's the whole, you mentioned dental care and pets have teeth too and cats get dental disease. A lot of people, because they don't open the mouth, and they don't know, might not realize that, that cats get a lot of tartar and calculus and mouth infections that can happen without really people recognizing. So one of the other things people can do is get them used to having their teeth brushed. And I, <laughs> it's not tongue-in-cheek. That is absolutely true. And if we start at an early age and make it, again, a positive experience, here's a treat, here's a, a little finger brush, here's a tasty toothpaste. You never want to use human toothpaste. That would be funny. <laughs> um, so um, it's how you can provide good home care to prevent your cat from getting the common diseases and illnesses that, pe that, that they do. Well, I know when I was researching um, a book that I wrote on natural healing for dogs and cats a lot, I think perhaps some of the, what they were calling at that time, the holistic veterinarians were a little bit of uh, ahead of the curve on making the examination room more comfortable for cats and for dogs because these were folks who had water fountains, birds flickering, in, and they had a nice, soft, comfortable place for the cat to sit on instead of that cold aluminum table. Are those some of the things that maybe a lot of veterinarians aren't thinking of that owners might be able to suggest? Absolutely. I mean, if you think about cats being more calm with their own scent, so one strategy would be to bring a towel, two towels, in fact, one to have in the carrier with the cat with its own scent, with it, the owner's scent, and a second one to have over the carrier so that it's not as much visual stimulation. So the cat's much m less likely to be aroused by the time it arrives to the veterinary hospital. And then the bonus is that you can use the towel that has the cat's own family scent on the exam table um, on top of a pad, and it's much more comfortable and calming to the cat because you do want to keep them from being aroused. Aroused. Right. What are some of the other things that Catalyst is involved in? I know that every year there's this wonderful event, the Adopt-a-Cat Month, that a lot of the uh, animal welfare organizations promote those and even sponsor special events. I heard through the Kitty Grapevine that there may be something going on with Catalyst this year. Well, we've always promoted cat adoption and getting people into shelters and encouraging veterinarians to send owners and would-be cat owners to the, their local shelter to adopt a cat. And in fact, adopt multiple cats because two cats do better 
better than one. Thank you very much. And they're like potato chips. And no one can have just one. That's right. No one should. So it's an opportunity to help more cats by getting more cats in homes, and that's always been part of what Catalyst wants to do. So we are having high-level conversations with various organizations and people that want to help more cats get in more homes. And then our job is to educate them about what is the proper care through the cat owner guidelines that thankfully you're involved in producing with the Catalyst Council, Amy. Uh, that's right. The life stage guidelines that AAFP and AHA put together for veterinarians, those are already out there, folks. So we will make sure you have a link. You can go take a look at that. But myself and Steve Dale and some other colleagues are in the process of putting those together for the pet parents. So it's a little bit more user-friendly. It's more specific to the cat owners who are really on the, uh, the front lines of what needs to be done and recognizing based whether you have a, you have a kitten, an adolescent, a juvenile delinquent cat, or a geriatric senior. And that's something that Catalyst really came up with the idea. When was that? That was the first year? Oh my goodness, we just had somebody walk in that we really want to talk to also. Steve Dale, we were just were taking his name in vain and talking about the life stage guidelines that the consumers uh, version is getting ready to come out with. And Steve was very much involved in getting that up and running. And here's Steve Dale. Tell us a little about what's going on with that. Oh, you know, I mean, this is awfully important because, as you, I'm sure, have talked about, uh, the sad truth is that veterinarians see cats far less than they should be. Uh, and not only that, people relinquish their cats. You know, with the economy being what it is now, because of foreclosures uh, and because of evictions that often follow, people don't know what to do with their pets. And unfortunately, their dogs, they're taking, well, sometimes the fortunate dogs get to go to Uncle Harvey's house yeah. or something. At least they have somewhere to be. It's not a happy ending, but it's better than it could be. Other dogs do land at a shelter. Again, not the best thing, but, you know, it's okay. Cats, they're just let outside. Yep. People either assume they'll survive, or sometimes I think they just don't care. That's really kind of a sad fact of life or death for cats in this society, and I'm, I'm really very energized by the whole thought of Catalyst coming together, all of these different people and organizations coming together for the well-being of cats. And I know as I'm going to paraphrase my friend Steve here who says uh, they are the Rodney Dangerfield of the animal world. Cats just don't get respect. And that's, uh, Dr. Jane, that's what Catalyst is really all about. Uh, cats deserve our respect, our love, our care, and um, we're going to change that because they are wonderful animals. They enrich our lives every day and they bring so much to us and we can bring more to them. Thank you so much, Dr. Jane and Steve Dale. And there's more to come from Las Vegas. Dr. Patricia Olson and Betty White after messages from these sponsors. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. This valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To 
learn more, visit petsadlife.org. How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves, so here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. We're back, and we're speaking with Dr. Patricia Olson. She's the president and CEO of Morris Animal Foundation. This is the largest non-governmental granting agency for companion animal and wildlife health studies. The Morris Foundation has been at the forefront of funding health breakthroughs that have helped animals on all seven continents. Their funded research helps a wide variety of animals, including companion animals like dogs and cats, horses, even llamas. But they also include wildlife, including mountain gorillas, elephants, rhinoceros, wolves, sea otters, many varieties of birds, reptiles, amphibians, even fish. More than 50 of the world's most respected research institutions, colleges of veterinary medicine, and zoos are currently conducting nearly 200 Morris Animal Foundation-sponsored studies. Here's Dr. Olson. 
All right, I'm speaking with Dr. Patricia Olson, who is the executive director of the Morse Animal Foundation, and we've just had a wonderful luncheon honoring somebody really special. Could you tell me about that? We honored a trustee, Betty White Ludden, who's been a trustee at the foundation for almost 40 years. And we thought it was definitely time to honor her for her many contributions to advance animal health and welfare. What are some examples of things that uh, Ms. White has done to further the health of, of our animal friends? Not only cats and dogs, I understand, but also the wild animals. She's been an amazing advocate and also has contributed financially. She has sponsored in the last two decades over 30 projects herself, research projects, that have given the profession, the veterinary profession, better pain management regimes. We have a better understanding of cardiovascular disease in cats. She is now helping to fund research on canine leptospirosis. And you mentioned wildlife. She's been an ongoing supporter of the Mountain Gorilla Project in Africa to save the endangered mountain gorilla, and she has funded work on sea otters leading to legislation in California. So we like to say that animals all over the world and veterinarians all over the world owe her a great deal. I think the next project Morris should have is how to clone Betty White. <laughs> I think so. I would love to know how she does it. She's 88 years old and when she comes to a board meeting makes the rest of us look like slugs. So, I mean, she's just terrific. She does her homework. She's brilliant. I mean, I think that her her acting persona is certainly wonderful, but sometimes we sense, you know, that she's this comedian, which she is, but she is an absolutely fascinating person who's brilliant and really wants to help the profession. Well, it really shows, and I appreciate you taking the time from this, and uh, thank you so much. Give my best to uh, Betty White, and please, Morris, keep up all of the wonderful work you do. Thank you so much. Now, Morris Animal Foundation and P&G Pet Care North America, they're the makers of Yukonuba and Imes Pet Food. They honored actress and animal lover Betty White, for her support and commitment to the veterinary industry and to animal health and welfare research. That's improved the lives of companion animals and wildlife nearly 40 years. Now, Betty White has served as a Morris Animal Foundation trustee since 1971. She's also a president emeritus of the Board of Trustees. Her sponsorship of nearly 30 animal health studies has led to major clinical breakthroughs in pain management for dogs, cats, and horses, new information into the genetic mutations that cause bone cancer, validation of ultrasound as a way to manage canine heart failure, and disease transmission information that led to legal protections endangered California sea otters. Now she says that animals have always been a part of her life and she never wanted to do anything else more than help improve the health and well-being of all animals and being able to support studies that prevent and treat diseases that will affect animals is an honor for Miss White and it is an honor for me to interview Miss Betty White. Okay. How many times have you told what pretty hair you have? Oh, bless your heart. Well, you know, there's this poodle salon that I go to. Oh, well, and dog lover that I have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I do, I do a radio show called Pet Peeves. Oh. What hisses you off or makes you growl and howl? 
about animals, whether, whether somebody does something right or that kind of... So I wanted to ask you, what is your pet peeve about people and what they're doing or not doing for animals? Well, the people who don't, don't take care of their animals and mm -hmm. don't... Uh, we have a big population explosion. A big one in the animal department and a bigger one in the people department. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, they're having fun some way, I yeah, guess. Yeah, one, one way or another. But uh, I, I, I really work at, at wanting people to take responsibility. If they're going to get an animal, be sure to be responsible. All right. Well, what is the first pet that you had? What is your memory of your very first pets? My memory, my very first pet went before my memory. My mother and dad came home from the hospital with the baby, and they had an orange marmalade cat, Toby. And Toby would sit on the corner of my crib. And as my mother told a story, if Toby hadn't approved of the baby, the baby would have been sent right back to <laughs> <in> the hospital. <laughs> Well, so there's no truth to that old wives' tale about cats and babies not getting along. No, not at all. Or, or cats smothering the baby. Right. Or you just take good responsible care, that's all. And you, do, you don't just leave them together and you keep checking, of course. But no, I, I think that's one of the reasons I love animals so much. I, the very first thing that ever happened was Toby. Was Toby. Well, what animals do you have now? I think you mentioned a 21-year-old cat. I know that was a 21-year-old cat. The man at our table oh, showed me table. a picture of, a, of his 21-year-old fat cat. <laughs> I have. I lost my little family oh. last year. I'm so Within sorry. two months of each other, I lost my 16-and-a-half-year-old Shih Tzu and my 10-year-old Golden and my 11-year-old Himalayan kitty. Oh, dear. So my Kita, my perfect golden, was a career-change guide dog. Oh, okay. And up at San Rafael, guide dogs mm -hmm. for the blind, they heard that I had lost him, so they called and said they had a they had a, a golden career-change dog. Would I be interested? They're up in San Rafael. I'm in Los Angeles. And I said, no, I think I, I, think I need some closure. No, uh, well, I'll fly up and meet him. Oh, no. <laughs> so I flew up and met him and got back on the plane to come home and think it over. Did you ever hear anything more ridiculous? <laughs> you meet a golden retriever and you're going to go home and think it over? Mm -hmm. Well, I couldn't get my phone out of my purse fast <laughs> enough. Of course I'll take it. So that's my Pontiac. I didn't name him. They Pontiac. Pontiac. Oh, that's great. And I, uh, I like to think of him as the Indian chief, not the car. <laughs> when Pontiac car business went out of business, I sat him down and I said, Ponty, it was nothing you did, honey. You didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> well, at least I, I guess the cost of fueling Pontiac is a little less than maybe a... Yes, I think it's less than, and it's a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've been doing lots and lots of interviews today. It's a big day for you. I want to ask you, what have people failed to ask you that you really want to know about? You I, really want to talk about what's the question nobody's asked you that you want? I, I think I don't think they've missed any that they're <laughs> asking, but I always love to talk about Morris Animal Foundation. Well, tell us about Morris. Morris is a health organization. Mm -hmm. We fund humane studies into specific health problems of dogs, cats, horses, and zoo and wildlife. And uh, 
it's it's just a magnificent organization. I've been working with them for 43 years. So uh, we've accomplished a lot. We helped develop the feline leukemia vaccine and the parvovirus vaccine and the Potomac horse fever vaccine. Mountain gorillas wouldn't be around today if it weren't for, for Morris Animal Foundation. Well, and I think possibly Morris Animal Foundation would not be the same without Betty White. So. Oh, I'm sure they would. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate all you do, and I thank you so much for giving me the time and well, thank you. sharing your pet peeves and more. Okay, thank, thank you. you. And I love your babies here. That's, that's my German Shepherd magic and serendipity. She is a wannabe Siamese that beats up on him. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> oh, I love them. I have a, a very good uh, uh, domestic short hair kitty serendipity, a very uh, good friend. He's not mine, but he's a very good friend. And a, <laughs> So, I think a lot of our pets come into our lives just accidentally, serendipity, and that's that's why. And that's why, and that's such a blessing that we have that love. Absolutely. (laughs) Just a note: Betty referred to my babies because she was admiring a lapel pin of my own special pets, and that's just typical. She turned the focus from herself to those around her. What a special lady! I did want to also add that Betty White had a partnership with Morris Animal Foundation for 40 years. As a result of that, the P&G Pet Care North America donated $10,000 in her name to the American Veterinary Medical Foundation to support the heroic efforts by veterinarians to provide the needed veterinary care for disaster relief. So this was just a wonderful, wonderful afternoon of honoring Betty White. And I have to say it was very moving because she was near tears and I think most of the room was near tears the entire time. So we are out of time, but I would like to thank Dr. Jane Brunt, Steve Dale, Dr. Patricia Olson, Betty White, as well as the producers for making Pet Peeves possible. I dare you to join me next week for Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio for the next installment of What Hisses You Off. Now, upcoming shows also from Western Veterinary Conference will include topics such as cat clawing advice and thinking outside the litter box. Uh, literally. <laughs> Email me suggestions or post a note to my blog by dialing up PetLifeRadio.com and clicking on the Pet Peeves logo. Oh, and don't forget, you can subscribe to the free Pet Peeves newsletter available at Shajai.com. Also hope you'll visit me at my new online home at the Cats page on About.com. Woofs, purrs, whistles and nails, and whatever mountain gorillas say. (laughs) Until next time, we should all have the energy of Betty White and the dedication of Morris Animal Foundation and the vision of the Catalyst Council. It's all for the animals. After all, you don't want your critters to get peeved. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.